Welcome to the St. Michael Fall podcast series. My name is Andrew Grosso, and I will be leading our meditation today. Our theme this fall is God is doing a new thing. Following our 75th anniversary celebration, St. Michael is refreshed and renewed for a bright future. Now God is calling us to make new commitments in our faith and our community. Give thanks to the Lord and call upon his name. Make known his deeds among the peoples. Our reading today is from the fifth chapter of the Gospel according to Luke, beginning at the twelfth verse. One day, while Jesus was teaching, Pharisees and teachers of the law were sitting nearby. They had come from every village of Galilee and Judea and from Jerusalem, and the power of the Lord was with Jesus to heal. Just then, some men came carrying a paralyzed man on a bed. They were trying to bring him in and lay him before Jesus, but finding no way to bring him in because of the crowd, they went up on the roof and let him down with his bed through the tiles into the middle of the crowd in front of Jesus. When he saw their faith, he said, Friend, your sins are forgiven you. Then the scribes and the Pharisees began to question, Who is this who is speaking blasphemies? Who can forgive sins but God alone? When Jesus perceived their questionings, he answered them, Why do you raise such questions in your hearts? Which is easier, to say, Your sins are forgiven you, or to say, Stand up and walk? But so that you may know that the Son of Man has authority on earth to forgive sins, he said to the one who was paralyzed, I say to you, stand up and take up your bed and go to your home. Immediately the man stood up before them, took what he had been lying on, and went to his home, glorifying God. Amazement seized all of them, and they glorified God and were filled with awe, saying, We have seen strange things today. Here ends the reading. This is a story about getting more than you bargained for. I imagine the scribes and the Pharisees weren't the only ones who did a double-take when Jesus first said to the man, Your sins are forgiven you. The man on the stretcher probably also did a double-take, and his friends on the roof above probably did the same. They came to Jesus expecting something rather different, and they even went through quite a bit of effort to get there. But Jesus had something else in mind. He gave the man something he didn't ask for. Indeed, he gave the man something the man may not have even recognized he needed. This is one of the perennial challenges in the life of faith. Oftentimes, we think we know what we need. We go to God in prayer, fervent in our assurance we know exactly what it will take to make us more faithful people, what it will take to give us a greater awareness of the presence of God in our lives, what it will take for us to overcome some challenge or manage some crisis. We may even make strenuous efforts, like those who had carried their friend to Jesus and then gone so far as to carry him up onto the roof and then demolish part of the house in order to get to Jesus. But despite our assurance we know what we need, and despite the strenuousness of our efforts, God may have something else in mind. God may perceive a need that's deeper and more important than the perceived need we think we've identified. God may have a better sense of how best to help us grow into the people God calls us to be. God is always doing a new thing, and one of the things we often have to do to share in the work that God is doing is let go of our assumptions about what we think God is doing. We can't stand by idly waiting for God to show us what he's doing. We have to work. Like those who carried their friend to Jesus, 
and who went to great lengths to make sure that their friend was brought before the Lord. Most often, we have to go to considerable lengths to put ourselves before the Lord. But once we get to Jesus, we need to be ready for the possibility He may have something to show us that's different from what we expect. We have to be ready to let go of our preconceived notions and instead accept whatever it is He has for us. For we can be sure that whatever He has in mind for us is better than anything we may have in mind for ourselves. The new thing God is doing in the world and in us is always aligned to the promise of new life given to us in Jesus Christ. It is always brought about through the power of God's Holy Spirit. If we are to share in the new thing God is doing, we have to learn to see the world and to see ourselves the way that God sees us rather than the way that we may want to see them. This is itself a work of grace, but it's a work that God does in us every time we let go of our expectations and allow Him to work in us in whatever way He sees fit. Amen. And now, please join me in the Lord's Prayer. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. Heavenly Father, in you we live and move and have our being. We humbly pray you so to guide and govern us by your Holy Spirit, that in all the cares and occupations of our life, we may not forget you, but may remember that we are ever walking in your sight, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen.